We're standing ready Lord please I could take a guess Oh would you please We are ready I'm lifted by the spirits But the pains, they never leave Except for my feet I keep my arms in my suitcases And my shoulders halfway down to the ground All right, all right, all right. Welcome to the Slack line. Uh, we are here for our fourth episode. We are here with uh, once again with Jay Wow. 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 And the boss. The boss is coming. Made up dumb fairy tale name, you. And uh, we are here with Oz. Oz Garip. How are you? Garip, is that? Yeah, is that yeah, perfect. All right. Oz, Oz, yeah. Is that a short for anything? Oz? Yeah, like normally it's like O's, but like in Canada they like struggling to say it. So I, like <laughs> the first time I go on stage, mm. uh, the guy who write down the name, like the headliner, it was at Left Lines in 2011, I guess. The first time I went on stage and the guy just write down the name and he couldn't pronounce it. He said like, I'm just going to go with Oz, like Wizard of Oz. <laughs> I was like, that works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, Sorry. you can hold it. Yeah. if you want, doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. It's up to you. Uh, yeah. So, is it actually so the it's O G U Z? Yeah, O G U Z. Yeah. But is it actually pronounced like Oz? Like Oz, like it's like Oz. super close to like okay. Oz. So like okay. people just go with Oz. Yeah. Yeah, that works. That works. Yeah. Cool. All right. Yeah, Oz is here. He's uh he's a comedian, actor, filmmaker, broadcaster, bunch of uh bunch of media related stuff. And uh, he's uh, just taking a trip to NYC to to peruse the comedy scene there, and we'll we'll get into that a little bit. Um, he's been in Canada. How long have you been in Canada? Uh, I've just finished my seventh year in here. Yeah. Seventh year in yeah. Canada, and you were in New Zealand for a little while yeah, too. Yeah, I went to New Zealand for six months to study like uh, filmmaking. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. And uh, and originally from Turkey. Yes. And you're heading back there soon. Yeah, end of November I will be there. Yeah. And uh, what what city are you from in Turkey again? Uh, Izmir is a West Coast city. Yeah. And you mentioned your parents are. Uh, they're retired out there. You're going to be living with them for yeah. like about a year before you come back here. Yes. Yes. Uh, they are just like, they are having fun, like booze and barbecue every day because yeah. it's like a coast city. So they are comfortable. So I want to just like take a piece of that comfort. Nice. Nice. Yeah. And what are you going to do while you're, while you're home for the, for the year? Uh, like first, like before, like I live here, like I already bought a, like a boat, but it's like messed up boat. So I'm just going to work on that nice. uh, for like a couple months, I guess. And after that, probably I will just like sail and like do fishing. Oh, sweet, sweet. Yeah, probably get nice. I will do like bartender job because I, yeah, before I like every summer, normally I go back to Turkey, but last two years I couldn't do that. Mm. Uh, normally when I go back, I just like do like bartending because like that bar is like kind of like a family like environment. Oh, okay. So yeah, they just like, I drink there and like do like work. So it's fun. Oh, you kind of grow up around the bar sort yeah. of and worked there while yeah. you're a kid and it's stuff. Like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, people over there is like, 
just like fun family so it's, it's always fun nice going back there, yeah nice and the boat uh so is, like, is it a sailboat yeah it's like a formula like little boat like fishing boat um but it's like kind of like messed up now the like owner owner was selling like real like cheap price i was like i can work on that nice yeah so it's just like fun uh, yeah. so no motor or anything like that oh i will buy like a small one. Oh, okay just in case yeah just in case <laughs> agency is like a, a really big waves and shit, oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. like probably motor really like nice cool 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 you mentioned oh, sorry go ahead Dr- yeah, you, you like fishing as well yes so like i like first i was like diving with like the harpoon with my father but oh I was, like, what? Yeah. what so like it was always fun that's badass man so you, you don't you don't fish with a rod you fish with a fucking spear no, i actually like didn't do that like maybe like two years ago i just first time i do with like a rod I was like, what? that's not fun at all. <laughs> no, I guess not when you're used harpoon, to yeah, hunting like, them with your bare hands. And um, But do you have to dive? To yeah, you to need to like, with like snorkel, you don't need to like use like a tube or something. And you're like, I don't know, like you call like harp, like the, my harpoon is like, you just, it's like um, muscle related. So you just like pull it back. It's like a tree, like uh, arrow on it. It's like a gun. Like a crossbow yeah, kind yeah, of? Yeah, like a crossbow, mm-hmm. yeah. That is so cool. So me and my father did that for years. And like our favorite uh, time, like was doing that is like nighttime, cause like uh, we have like big flashlights for like undersea. So when you put that flashlight on a fish, they just like they stone freeze. cold. Yeah, mm-hmm. they freeze. So it's kind of like cheating, but like nighttime is always fun, cause it's scary. Like man, scary. I would shit my pants doing that. I almost did shit my pants. <laughs> when I did that. that sounds so cool, man. At night, you guys got balls. That's crazy. Yeah uh is it so like is there dangerous fish around there that you got to be afraid of oh you, like they are not like sharks like no. where we are like diving but there are some like fish like uh actually i don't know the name like what you call it in english but there's like a one with like the uh it's kind of like a snake like mm. okay like an like eel really, yeah but like the the fucking mouth of that fish is just like the teeth and shit it's, and they are like uh way like um stronger like chin than a dog mm-hmm. so if they grab your leg if they if they want to like have a bite they will take it like you can't do any shit about that yeah. oh fuck man that's that's a little scary uh man that is cool that's a that's an interesting uh interesting little side hobby of yours <laughs> yeah i think i'm like when i get an older like now i'm on a boat i don't want to dive around yeah, yeah fair enough fair yeah. enough yeah so my my uh knowledge of fishing is canadian fishing which is oh, yeah. mostly mostly yeah. napping <laughs> yeah. actually <laughs> it's the nice? only sp- it's the only time you can call something a sport uh when you just sit around and take a three-hour nap six-hour nap 12-hour nap is, is the one in um that you do it on like the whole on in the ice or uh no well no like i mean i've done ice fishing before uh it's not like a very common thing it kind of sucks ice fishing because i mean some people like it you can build like cabins some people build yeah, like cabins like, on like ice good, and stuff like, weekend, like, yeah and you can like people yeah, build like nice little huts around and you go out with the boys and stuff i haven't really done like a, a really nice ice fishing trip like that but when we were like i mean still uh to this day but yeah when we were younger and and we would go up to like saskatchewan which is middle province for you guys that aren't from here uh, i mean <laughs> you've been here for seven years so i should hope you know where saskatchewan is but um that's where my family's from and uh there's a lot of lakes and stuff up there lots of oh, okay. lots of lake fish and so yeah uh that was pretty much my childhood vacations were camping and fishing up there i was so disappointed when i went ice ice fishing in, in montreal like a couple like six years ago <laughs> i i was with my buddy 
and we were in Montreal to study French and yeah. drink wine. <laughs> we ended up probably drinking more wine than learning French. <laughs> but Je m'appelle Jean. Je m'appelle Juan. That's probably it. And we were like, yeah, man, let's go this uh, fish, uh, fish on the ice thing. It's, uh, I mean, we always see in the TV that they make like the hole, you know, in the ice and yeah. it's so nice. And we'll be there, you know, just like two guys in the wild <laughs> yeah. fishing. And then we arrive and they have those cabins built yeah. on the thing. Yeah. And the river was just passing below and we were facing the wall. We were fishing while facing the wall. I was like, what the fuck is that, man? I mean, <laughs> and, and they have like the, the ice stove to keep uh, the, the cabin warm. Yeah. And we were just, you know, like fishing, looking at that. So at one point, we just gave up and start drinking wine. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's a big part of fishing, regardless of the scenery. <laughs> yeah, drinking is always, yeah. Not necessarily <laughs> wine. We usually don't bring wine on the fishing trip because it's kind of hard to manage with cups and stuff. It's usually beer. Cups? Cups. Oh, cups. Cups. Oh, no, we were drinking out of the bottle. Oh, yeah, that, that works, too. Really? But you kind of want to have your own drink in, in hand. I mean, fishing in Canada, you can drink with a beer in hand, <laughs> or you can, you can fish with a beer in hand. Uh, but no, uh, we got to take you up to the woods, man. Uh, sit on a lake and see some of the beautiful streams. Uh, yeah. Watch the sunset I while like you fish. That's like that's the way to do it okay. for sure. Because Canada. Uh, so if you're not gonna, if you're not gonna fucking dive and and harpoon them like a badass. <laughs> no. That's the, yeah, that that's sounds like that sounds like the way to do it. If you're. It's always fun to yeah. you, you guys like should try. Yeah. No, yeah, that does sound like fun. Yeah. You you we were talking a little bit before here and. You told us that you, you, you already did so many things that I think that I had to have another life to catch up with you. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're doing business here and then that, you study film okay, and then yeah. you study acting and I then communication. Even, like, I mean, uh, <laughs> how old are you, 60? That's the thing, like, uh, I'm 25. I came here when I was like 17. Oh, okay. Sorry, 18. Okay. Uh, 2010 uh, for the ASL class okay. in Vancouver Island, Nanaima. So the first day I went to ESL class and I was like, I'm not like a racist, but like, I was like, okay, we are in Canada. Why I'm like still with like Arabics and like Chinese people. And like, we can like communicate cause like we are all in ESL, but like I studied like English in Turkey. So I kind of like communicate with people, but well, like in the class we can like understand each other. So I was like, okay, I'm not going to like study ESL. I moved to Vancouver in January uh, and I started like, just like, take the IELTS and go to like the college mm -hmm. for business like two years and like when, like the first year of my business my writing was really shit and uh, my writing teacher like wants me to like write a diary so I can work on my like writing skills and like just, like practicing mm -hmm. and I said like yeah I'm not gonna write a diary cause I'm not a girl what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah I was kinda sexist I guess like that <laughs> so I write like little I stories What's the difference between writing little stories and writing in a diary? Because little stories, like you just use your mind and like you're still creative, like like diary, like what I'm gonna do, like I was like checking that girl, I like, just go like what what I'm gonna write, like on a diary, like. That's like, the, there's no difference, man. Diary is just a mind dump. Doesn't matter. Oh, so what you kind. you like to like you you are writing your diary. Yeah, these are like I got like six oh, so different that's books why your around. Was like that. Well, yeah, I mean, I got like six different books around that are all like mind that just full of pages of like I, mind like, dump shit. If you put like your opinions or ideas, that's cool. Yeah. But like I woke up at eight. I ate that. No. Yeah. That. Well, like, yeah. No. I mean, what, whatever floats people's boat, I guess. But so yeah. yeah, I wrote like little stories, like fun stories. Mm. 
and I gave that like uh, book to like the, my writing teacher, and he didn't tell me. He sent that to like his friend, who's like a comedy like uh, a club owner. Okay. And they call me from Left Lines. They say like, uh, you wanted to come for like open mic because like we like your stories if you want to tell. I was like, I never like. Like I love to watch like comedy, like stand up comedy, but I never like imagine myself being on stage and doing like stand up comedy. Yeah. So I went there, and like it was it was really shit. Like my first, I remember. <laughs> oh my god, it was horrific. Cause I was I was like 19 years old at the time, and I was just like talking about like dicks yeah. and shit. Like there's yeah. no clever stuff and shit. Still like probably it's not clever yet. <laughs> but yeah, like it was like uh, it was bad. Yeah. But. The thing is, I enjoy like being on stage right. and like seeing those people like having like laugh and shit. I was like, I'm gonna do that shit. Mm -hmm. And after that, I just like keep doing it. It is yeah, it was fun. So yeah, like two years later, because of like comedy, I said like, oh maybe I should like do something like media related. So I go to like the communication with a different school for two years. And after that, I was like getting into like that business. I was like, yeah, communication is not gonna make it. So uh, I went to New Zealand for filmmaking because like the film is always like like one of my like interests but i want to learn it like how and why why did you went to new zealand oh the thing is like a lot of people come here yeah at that time like that was like my fourth and fifth year in canada i was like i can take a break and like see like a new like place and like new zealand was like a growing like film industry there because of the lord of the rings mm -hmm. everything is done like film related yeah so i was like yeah i can like take a shot in there and i was doing comedy in there too and like new zealand comedy scene is way different it's probably pretty good though hey they got it's, kind of a dry funny yeah. sense of humor like, yeah but like they're they're like fun people like um the first time i was on stage in there i was i was real drunk the set was good <laughs> but i was drunk <laughs> how so, do you know it was good then yeah i i, like, I have the video okay <laughs> <laughs> so i can still like hear like people's laughing <laughs> so like uh, yeah i say some like horrific shit maybe for like canadians like they are not gonna be like really okay with it because like yeah for canada now it's like maybe like growing but like it used to be like you need to be really careful like what you say on stage really even yeah, at a comedy like, set yeah like because i know people like like uh sued by like uh audience because like they say something like offensive they go to court and like that comedian like lose money i was like how the fuck that's possible man like it's like you made a joke and like you lose money like because of like some lesbian couple i guess Anyway, in New Zealand, <laughs> I was like the things I was saying, like maybe like more offensive like than here, but they took it really well, and like people was and the thing is people like buy you beer after the set. Yeah, I was just drinking beer at the bar of the club. Yeah, and people just like, hey man, that was a great set. I was like, oh my god, maybe I should stay here. <laughs> like it was, it was fun. So yeah, I came back here to like acting essentials uh, at VFS to just know what's going on like front of the camera, not just want to become like an actor. But, like, acting is always help for, like, the comedy, too, because on stage you need to use your, like, body and, like, your mimics and shit. For sure, for sure. And after that, I want to do, like, broadcasting so I can be, like, related to those stuff and, like, radio. So mm. I did that, too. And now, yeah, after I, like, uh, next September, I will come back here to finish business. Okay. How I started, yeah. Nice, nice. Nice. Uh, you mentioned a, a few minutes ago... Um, Three. Toast. Toast. Oh, we were interrupted by the mic test. <laughs> Shoot. We uh, this is where we go back into last week and talk about uh, 
talk about uh we'll just recap any of our our previous opinions and see if they are uh, our levels are good or if they are toast and uh i don't know i, I listened to the pa- the podcast as i was ed- editing it and i usually come up with a few things that i was like "Ooh, matt you should probably cut that out but uh yeah we don't really cut content so uh we usually go back and see if there's something we can we can try and uh dance our way around at something that uh that maybe we said that was a little offside but uh i don't know last week it seemed pretty clean seemed not clean necessarily but uh, as far as our our uh, our opinions and our levels i, I didn't go back and I, uh, have any cringeworthy moments myself i don't think uh maybe somebody out there could could tell me differently but what about you what about you jay wow well i think that uh we also didn't didn't have like a subject that was so um borderline to talk about it that, you know well, we, we were talking more about music and and yeah maybe politics yeah we got into politics quite a bit at the end of it yeah. But it might be just because we all kind of are on the same side of a lot of that stuff. And so, I mean, it's hard not to sound sane when talking about some of the stuff that, that goes on and just be like, oh, this is craziness. Yeah. And it's pretty easy to, to juxtapose a pretty uh, pretty sane person with somebody that is, is way out to lunch on their political opinions because of, I mean, things like we talked about, you know, fake news and and uh and propaganda and all that type of stuff so yeah. uh yeah i don't know it was uh it was an interesting chat for sure we had we had my buddy Stu on who is from uh well his parents are from england and and he was he spent the last two years there and went through all the brexit stuff so he had some interesting things to say about that and uh and we had uh axel boss aka doyle on to share some some tunes and he played a live tune it was really good and uh and i think you saw him this week didn't you yeah he was great um I went with some friends yesterday to Chickpea to see Axel play. You know Axel, right? You probably do. Axel Boss? Axel Boss. Swedish guy, uh, actor, musician. Hmm. Um, he's going to VFS right now f- for acting. You probably, like you probably met him. Like on, but like maybe I met him. In probably met him on the beach a yeah, couple probably, times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we all met each other people, on the beach yeah. a few times. <laughs> anyway, Axel was, was fantastic. Um, he, he played uh, for... Half an hour, 45 minutes, something like that. But beautiful, man, beautiful. And even the people that didn't know him, like actually the only people that, the, the, the people that didn't know him wanted to know him. Right. The guys nice, that yeah. were on, on, on the bar, they actually asked for uh, his SoundCloud for, nice. for us. Nice. So, um, yeah, his, his music is pretty, it, it it's amazing. It's yeah. nice, nice. Yeah, he, and just, he's coming up with yeah. with some some cool shit, man. Yeah, we'll we'll send you his way for sure yeah, when course, when yeah. we're done here. That's Doyle. You can find him. He's the irrelevant on Instagram yeah. and Doyle on on SoundCloud, I think. Yeah, and Axel for us. And, and he's Borod on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a bunch of different personas. I think the guy might have a multiple disorder, but a multiple I, no, personality no, I think, disorder. I think he's right, man. He's just trying like different ways to make success with this. Like if one of those, <laughs> that's because if you have a you know? that you should. Go like, yeah. yeah, he has more chances. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's that's funny. That's funny. Uh, yeah, so we uh, we heard from Axel. He's got some really good music out there, and uh, yeah, if you want to check him out, that'd be cool. And by the way, we're starting. Um, we're just gonna. I talked to you last week. Right. We're gonna start a um, some jam sessions to to film some pocket shows. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, and the first one's gonna be Axel. 
so probably next month we're gonna um, organize that and uh, and film him in the living room. We would like to have some people come over, uh, have some beer, listen to some of that's the tunes. That's perfect. Yeah, mm, yeah, that yeah, sounds yeah, good. Yeah, like an afternoon of yeah, film. Yeah, good session. like with people around. It's like yeah. Yeah, it's always good. It's always yeah. good. I'm gonna talk more about this later on the show when we have everything scheduled. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, it was awesome to hear uh, hear some of Axel's music live. I mean, he, we just handed him his, the, the guitar in while he was sitting there and he played a tune. And half of it was like the words anyways were just made up off the top of his head. And if you listen back to it, you can hear him talking about Boris and, and Joao and <laughs> and funny stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, it's 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 interesting, uh, the whole being on stage thing. It's uh, it's something like, you know, across all those types of, of art forms, whether it's like kind of stand up comedy or 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 musician it's always in, it's always better to uh not better but you it's nice to have the support of your friends and family and whatnot but when somebody that you don't know you see genuinely enjoy what you're doing and like even like ask you for your for your cd or like are dancing in front of you or laughing to a yeah. set or something like that like it just it it breeds something in you it breeds a fire in you that is just like yes i mean i remember being a musician and seeing these guys dance like just fucking head banging and having the best time of their lives, like right in front of us on stage and being like, I don't have no clue who that guy is. <laughs> and it is awesome that he's loving the music so much. So, uh, yeah, yeah. It's yeah that's a good part about art though. Like, like you share like things. Absolutely. Like the people you don't know. For sure. That's, that's a cool thing about it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I think that's it for a test. Yeah. That's it for the mic test, I think. Uh, and, uh, usually after that, I think, uh, we usually slip into a break here. And uh, we'll take uh, take five or fifteen, or you won't know because I'll just play thirty seconds of a song, and uh, <laughs> and we'll be right back into it. So uh, we'll see you guys after the break. Too early 
Hello, hello, hello. Welcome right, back. Right. Uh, welcome back. We are here on the Slack line with Jay Wow. 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 And the boss. The boss is coming. That's a made up dumb fairy tale name, you. And the spider is on my soundboard. Wow. Oh my god. You're getting you're getting way better. On is the there more than one of these things? Buttons thing, Matt. Yeah, I almost missed it again. And you see, I had to reach over and. Wow. Anyways. You're almost a professional now. <laughs> we are here with Oz Garip. How are you guys? He is a comedian from Turkey, comedian, actor, uh, filmmaker. What else? What else What yeah, else is your Instagram profile say? <laughs> oh, it says like, fuck off in Chinese. Oh, does it really? Yeah, because like, I have like private accounts, so you know, I was like, click on like, see translation. So oh. I say like, fuck off. Oh, that's really nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I love to surprise people. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so Oz was recently on a trip through uh, through New York City. Yes. Uh, checking out some of the comedy scene there, and you did have a set, but didn't end up up doing it, right? Like, yeah. Like I, yeah, I supposed to do one set, uh, but like I was so caught up in city, cause like every day something's going on in that goddamn city like yeah you can't even like and like i like the guy in the comedy club like told me like just fucking like text me when you're here so you're in i was like cool the first day i arrived like like 6 p.m i uh literally like get off the plane take a taxi leave my like bag and go to the city to uh comedy cellar to watch comedians and like comedy cellar is like a different place man like yeah it's like a comedy club just like comedy like it's like comedy like it's like you can't feel it like when you get yeah. there and all i do is like like look at the stage i was like i'm gonna do that like because yeah. like, you're used to being in spaces that are probably made more made for like bands or yeah, like dude, even was, like not a stage yeah, or like, something i remember like we did like a comedy like in like the basement of like a pizza place like, <laughs> like yeah i did like in turkey i did like at my bar which that's the problem like um because like the band was before me right and like people like were already like fucked up they were like drunk and they were just like singing songs so after the band like the break time i just go on the stage and like start doing jokes and like one woman came to stage and and say like uh can you play like frank sinatra no woman no cry I was what like, no woman no cry yeah I frank said, like, sinatra yeah i was like <laughs> uh i don't have a joke about that sorry <laughs> uh, and like it was, i like, am not the dj yeah, it was weird because like people already like in the zone for like music well, that's a weird like uh, whoever managed that set is at fault there. Like you gotta like you don't put comedy acts after yeah, music. And it was like a break. I was like, who the like, fuck's gonna love that? Like the last song was like everyone that like, make everyone cry. Like <laughs> you put like so much pressure on me. <laughs> so yeah, that was like another fun. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. I yeah I did like weird places. Like I did like uh, in Vancouver. I did like a one set at like the back room of like a bar. So people were watching like Sunday night football mm -hmm. with like loud and shit. We were like trying to do comedy. <laughs> like, yeah, but it's always fun. Like the, it's all about like the audience. Right. It's not even like the comedian. Like, it's, like of course, comedy needs to be funny, mm -hmm. but that's like the first rule. But or if like audience is like locked up and in the zone, you, like you can do it like anywhere right. you, you want to. Yeah. So us, um, I was willing to ask you how scary it is to put yourself in, in the, and they stand up a comedy it, place and just yeah. like try to make people laugh the scary part like it was first it was because like my, like english is not my first language right. so i was like okay let's try but like when you're on say, stage like you just like look like people just look at you like 
make me laugh, motherfucker. Like, I'm waiting. Like, and you need to say something to, like, make them laugh. And you only have, like, five minutes. Yeah. Like, what the fuck are you going to do in five minutes? <laughs> yeah. First, you thought that. But after that, you just, like, aware of it. And you just, like, you embrace it. Like, because, like, if you don't... I always think, like, nervous, like, is part of the comedy. Like, you, you shouldn't be, like, super relaxed. Like, because, like, it's become, like, monotone. Then you can, like, give the feelings to the audience. Mm-hmm. Like, you're, like, telling a story about, like, joke. Now, like, only thing, like, it's not even, like, my fear. It's, like, when I do, like, some jokes, I'm, like, okay, how people going to, like, take it? Because, like, my, okay, now my jokes, like, because, like, I'm Turkish, right? So, like, I'm Middle Eastern with different, like, skin color and shit. Like, because my skin color is not white or black. It's just, like, officially, like, terrorist color now. Yeah. <laughs> so, like. <laughs> I mean, we're not far off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I'm gonna go like full Michael Jackson at some point. <laughs> so yeah, like there's no sun here. That's why. Like you need to like you like way you look at things is not like the way other people look at things because like your culture, your like everything, like background, like effects. So like some point like that make me like nervous. I was like, so how the audience gonna take this? But not not anymore. Like I just say stuff. If they love, it's good. If they not, what can I do? About how often are you? Because sometimes a joke just doesn't work, right? Yeah. But sometimes maybe people aren't just getting it. And, it, and I mean, especially when you're doing a joke for like five or six people in yeah. the path, bottom of a pizza yeah. joint or something, maybe your joke is funny and these people are just not yeah, the like, audience like I said, for like it. The, it's audience-based. Like yeah. Joke. But like if you're doing like the comedy, like 50 people, 100 people. Yeah. And if the jokes just like have like, like the thing for me is like I never do the same jokes. Never. Like, even it's, like, five minutes set. I always try to change my jokes. Because I'm doing comedy for myself first. Like, I need to enjoy it. Like, if I do the same jokes, like, twice. Which, normally, you should do the jokes, which, like, the ones, like, working. But you have all those things, like, filmed and stuff, too, right? So you have all that stuff yeah, logged, I, basically, like, for I, yourself. I, yeah. If I ever need to do, like, 30 minutes an hour, yeah, I can, like, collect those jokes right. and do it. But, like, for me, it's, like, every night is, like, a, uh, like you try out, like, your jokes. And it's like good, like right. Cause now I don't like I'm not like young anymore, like to be upset about like. Cause like my ego is like a right, right. Like, so I don't go like fuck. Yeah. I don't. I don't go. Screw like, you, people! Yeah. I'm funny. Fuck you. Now if people don't laugh, I was like, yeah, that was like shitty set. So yeah. what? Like yeah. Was, yeah. So b- get better. Would, yeah. Would yeah. You, would you agree that um, comedy doesn't lie? Because you know you can even like in films you can make this uh beautiful drama or whatever and mm-hmm. it's so subjective but if you make a comedy and people don't laugh uh, you know it's just not funny yeah like yeah because like okay like the, with movies like it's a uni- it's always universal messages like the, like drama like the funny like if like in a comedy movie like like look at adam sandler movie it's always like stupid shit but mm-hmm. at some point in that like 90 minutes yeah. you giggle at some shit Mm-hmm. Cause like the fucking like farting, falling down, shouting. It's universal, like stupidly funny. Mm-hmm. Slapstick. Like, clever funny. But yeah, it's yeah. like you laugh at that shit. But like comedy, it's basically like your ideas in your perspective to make it like universal. Mm-hmm. Like, those, and like we are in fucking Vancouver, like it's the most like multicultural city. Yeah. So you can't just go with like, okay, I'm going to do those jokes for whites. To right. Like, no, like you need to do those like blacks. I don't know, like the Middle Eastern, Indian, like it needs to be packed. You need to like do that as like, you need to think like universal, but you can like contain yourself. Like you can hold back 
what you want to say. In that yeah. matter, um, we, we were just talking about um, how do you think that the, the, the jokes, it, sometimes it's hard to, to land a joke, yeah. especially in front of an audience because yeah. you don't want to make people mad or like how, how, how do you take care of that uh, ethical thing yeah, of the joke? What I do is I say it. Yeah. That's the only way. And I step back for three seconds and I look and if they laugh, but sometimes it's like nervous laugh. Mm -hmm. Like they laugh. <laughs> like they think like they think like they shouldn't laugh, but they laugh. It's like it's like breaking. Like you need to like push it. Yeah. yeah like when we're seeing South Park, you know, you shouldn't yeah. laugh about like that. Yeah. But you're laughing. And like, some people prey on that, too. Like if you watch somebody like Bill Burr, like he preys on that sort of like eventually you're getting to a point of like wait nobody's really laughing about what i'm talking about anymore yeah. I'd be like why are you guys so uncomfortable with what i'm talking about like it's yeah. not it, we shouldn't be uncomfortable with what i'm talking about in our era like we forget like what like, what the fuck like jokes mean yeah they're jokes right mm -hmm. they are not a fucking my statement to like the world they are like fucking jokes still like we we have still a lot of com uh comedic guys they're amazing and most of the times they It's they are really on the line, but they don't cross. Like Lucy K does it all the time. He's he's like, it's man. I gotta disagree. I was actually just thinking about it. Or, like or he even, does, or even John, um, John Stewart. Yeah. Or or Stephen Colbert. Or yeah. I mean, we don't um, see those guys cross the line much because they don't do stand up and they're on like network TV. So you know, even if they do swear or something, it's, it's bleeped out and they can't. And sometimes that requires more cleverness. I mean, they have to dance around certain things, but somebody like Louis CK, I think, uh, I mean, he, he crosses the line constantly. And I think, uh, it's all about how tasteful, not tastefully you do it, but how, just how you do it. Like you can do a joke about rape and have it be super stupid and offensive and not funny and just and that's not the audience's fault if you say something stupid yeah. and offensive because you can make a joke about rape that is funny uh if you if you set it up properly if if it gets through and like yeah you might have some people going oh oh yes, oh but like that's part of it too That's some, part of the reaction yeah, you're looking sometimes, for. Sometimes, like people are so fragile, like the, even like the second like they heard like the word n rape, yeah, they were like, yeah, like, come on, man, like, we are not going to rape you. Like, no, it's a joke. How, how was your well? And it's also a reality of our world, you know, like to is, to censor comedy about something like rape. I mean, like, like it, it's if, happening. Like it's not like a secret. Like we just like take it from like a dark place and like put it on you no it's happening like and like if you fucking like cross those things like in your mind you already crossed the fucking line so like the saying that you just don't say it yeah like yeah. Th that that's what i feel like i always like okay the people like in my, my friends like my friends they always think like i'm like so direct that i shouldn't i was like if i think it like i don't see the point like not saying well i think that's why somebody ends up going to stand-up comedy yeah. is when they s see themselves in social situations going like oh shit i shouldn't yeah. say this here But maybe if I say it to a bunch of people on a stage, it's more yeah. palatable for yeah. for them. Because like it's a joke. Like the thing is like sometimes I I uh, like I feel like uncomfortable to like saying like what my ideas is because I feel like like it's not like on stage, but like in friend group, if I say something that what I believe, and if the, like the other six people like don't believe it, and if they take it like really offensive, I was like, is it worth it? And after that, I think like. 
yeah, just fucking say it. Mm. Like, I always, mm. like, ended up saying it. But, like, I don't know. Like, the, our, our generation is, like, I don't know how the fuck we... I don't know it's like the things that are going on around the world. I don't know. But, like, we just, like, become so fragile about everything. Mm. Like, we get offended really easily. But isn't that maybe a sign that we are also evolving in some some subjects yeah i think it i think it means that we end up with uh like a smarter brand of comedy sometimes like you people that i think of the past like somebody like adam sandler i think w which you brought up earlier like yeah you'll get some like stupid laughs out yeah. of it but overall it's largely offensive like something like ridiculous six like i got through probably like half an hour of ridiculous six before i was like no this is just full of stuff like May, and maybe that's me personally growing out of that age group and people that are, you know, 13 to 20 still like that. But I don't know if that's necessarily true because I think that we're more exposed to more important things now. And we see comedy yeah. on the scale of like of like a Stephen Colbert or Jimmy Kimmel or these people that are actually or, uh, you know, Louis C.K., like people that are actually talking about real shit and making it funny. Yeah. And, and so people the the people that aren't talking about real shit and just talking about stupid fart jokes and stuff are not funny anymore. Yeah, like before, like I went, because I went to uh, New York because I want to watch Dave Chappelle. Yeah. And like before I go, I was like looking to like the people's like what they are thinking about like his new show at the Radio City Hall. And like people are so upset because like he had a, like a lesbian joke. I was like, oh, sorry, not lesbian, transgender joke. I was like, okay, like I'm going to see it so I can like decide for myself it's like funny or just like it's offensive and i fucking like he did it like the beginning of his set i was crying yeah. i was laughing and cry i was like oh my god this is so funny and like the thing is like what i think like because like you remember like the transgender people like in army like the trump mm -hmm. say, like, yeah 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 gonna like, ban them or whatever and i was like what the fuck that like what do you mean like if people want to go to war like they're not gonna fight with their dicks <laughs> like <laughs> like come on man like what are you talking is that about? what he said or that's what you said no i said oh. <laughs> like i was no like, it's true I mean. <laughs> what are you talking about like that man is crazy but like after that i was thinking like because like i saw like transgenders like how he, they react to like Chappelle's joke i was like so you you're like hard enough to go fucking like a war but you can't take a joke how the fuck that works yeah, like, that's a good that's not a bad point you thinking like okay yeah I'm like fucking fighting with like ISIS like people like who fucking beheaded people but like if you talk about my fucked off like I don't know like your penis like if you make a joke about it I'm gonna get offended I was like how the mm. fuck that works yeah uh, that's a I good think, point I think one thing that you correct me if you're wrong you, you probably know much better than I do but when I watch uh, Louis CK I think his trick not to cross the line a lot of times is that Almost, I don't know, 100% of the times, maybe 90% of the times, the joke is on him. Yeah, he's making fun of himself. Yeah. Okay, that's like, the, I think, like, one of the, like, the golden rules in comedy. You need to, like, make your audience mm -hmm. comfortable. Mm -hmm. So you, they feel like it's not about them. It's about you and your life. Mm. When they feel comfortable, you can go after them, not, like, specifically, but, like, saying stuff about, like, you making jokes about rape mm -hmm. or racial jokes. Because they're already in the like, comfort zone. So now you're just like pulling them slowly to like out of their comfort. Because like comedy works when you like pull out people from their comfort zone. Like, do, you th do you think that opening up with like a story about yourself or something like yeah, that, that is like really personal might do like, 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 like your like, yeah. like mindset is like that the guy on the stage is your enemy. 
Okay. Because he's on the stage, he's like yeah. above your level at that like stage wise. Because you are sitting, and that guy, because he's like, I have a mic, you don't. Mm-hmm. I'm the guy who's gonna talk for a while, and yeah. you need to listen. Right. So like, it's always set up like people that like they go like, okay, let's fucking hear what that guy gonna say. That's true. Yeah. So he's just like that. It's a judgment from the beginning. And yeah, if I say like something like yeah i fucking like when i was like fucking that girl i was just like shit on myself like something like that make you like horrifically like people like Ugh. yeah but that's funny <laughs> so like yeah so people like think like oh that's the guy like who shit himself and while having sex <laughs> so like you are that guy now so you don't have any like level difference you are it like you are basically like below them yeah you are the guy. like you're yeah. this gross person that did this yeah. terrible thing so yeah. like they just like okay that's what's funny let's hear like they in the comfort zone oh, okay. now like they feel like they are way higher like if you become like you're a clown to them yeah you're supposed you need, to be yeah, a, a gesture to, to yeah. them the thing is okay that's a problem like cause like that's your job right like to make people laugh it's a clown thing. Mm-hmm. yeah but the, what makes me like take it like a year out from comedy and like shit is the people you know you you do comedy expect like you're gonna be funny like 24 7 in your like social like like normal comedy. yeah like it's not working like that motherfucker like i'm not you're yeah. like jukebox for jokes yeah <laughs> like yeah. I re- come on like yeah i remember uh, john stewart uh saying something like that he was in a restaurant uh eat uh, dining with uh, his wife and a fan came by and the fan just wanted the autograph and the fan was expecting him to say something funny. That's yeah. the weirdest shit like I ever heard. <laughs> like one guy told me like uh, my friend like was introducing us and he said like yeah that's all like he's a comedian he's doing like stand up comedy. And he goes like oh really? Tell me a joke. You, no he said you don't have a face to like be a comedian. I was like what the fuck that's mean? Like he said like oh you have like a real like serious face. I was like I don't know. I don't do the jokes with my face. <laughs> like, I never thought about it. And he said, like, okay, like, can I hear, like, a joke? I was like, no. Because, like, we are on the fucking street. I'm not going to, like, do you, like, a performance in here. I'm a, like, normal human. Like, well, you know what? Maybe you should tell him. Yes, if you pay me. He, like, it's weird, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. He made, like, uh, yeah, you got five bucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, like, now, five bucks for, for yeah, bucks for like, a, you, like, okay, a joke. Like, okay, let's say, like, you, like, working as, a, like, a fucking, like, Electrician? No, like you work in... Yeah, like we watch a Super Bowl and like something happened like with light. I'm like, come on. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Like, that. Or like you fucking working at a restaurant back of the, like the kitchen, you fucking uh, clean the dishes and shit, doing the dishes and like we yeah, eat dinner and we're like, come on, you know the job. Like, certain certain jobs have that expectation sometimes, like the like, electrician thing or something. Like, yeah, if I had an electrician buddy, that, but not in a fucking like watching Super Bowl. Well, maybe if it's if it's interrupted the Super Bowl, like, dude, like you gotta help yeah. me out here, man. Yeah, but, yeah, but it's in the <laughs> like, city. You're, you're part of this too. You're an electrician. You gotta fix it. You have like hours and you get paid, and like yeah, that like before yeah. that like. It's like asking your accountant friend to yeah. do your taxes for free. Now yeah, yeah. Now I understand like that thing. Because I used to be, like, fun around, like, people when we going for a drink and shit. Now, like, that mindset, like, hold me back a lot. I don't even, like, join the conversation. Like, even I had something to funny to say. Like, I just don't. Do you bank it. that, though? I, like, That's okay. what I mean by, yeah, like, okay, so you're like, a comedian. Yeah, yeah. And you don't keep a diary or a journal or no. something that you just, like, go, like, I to your phone or something and, like, type it in quickly and have yeah, just, like, a there. list of your shit. Well, that's a diary, man. That's no different. Yeah, like if I'm gonna make a joke about rape, I don't like put to like old rape joke. I just say like rape. Yeah, 
Well, <laughs> that might not. You might. You might want to. You might want to open up that a little bit because it might. Just the word no, rape might not remind you of your old joke. My memory is like still good. Like I still. Like, Somebody looks at that list like, oh, what the, the fuck is? Because like, <laughs> if you look at the list, there are like some horrific shit, just like a verb by verb. Yeah. We'd be like, KKK. Like, KKK. No, man, it's a joke. So, rape. How, how is the pay in this? In this. I I used to get paid when I was like working at Yuck Yucks. Mm-hmm. Those are more like golden years. But the I golden was, years. Yeah, I was young. You were 25. Yeah, but like the thing is, I was really young at the time. I was like 19, 20 at that time. And my ego was like fucking horrific, like enormous. Oh. So I started like choosing sets, which you can do that shit if you are not like Dave Chappelle or Lucy K. But I was like, yeah, I'm just going to drink today. I'm not going to go and do fucking comedy to people. I was like, now I'm thinking, I was like, who the fuck are you, man? Like, just like fucking rejecting like sets. Like, who are you? And now I don't get paid because, like, you need to, like, step back again to, like... Oh, you had to, like, start over again? Yeah, like, it's always... But the thing is, you, like, if people start, like, forgetting about you, you are fucked. Like, it's... Bye-bye. Yeah. You need to, like, climb those stairs again. Sure, but but um, my, my question is, how how do the bars pay you or, like, do yeah, people but, like, tip? Really, like, oh, yeah, that's a nice really joke. Funny, and, like, like, they throw you money, like, if you're doing, like, a stripper a on a bar and <laughs> just throwing money at you. It's always, like, drink involved. So th- that's what I was thinking. Like in Turkey, like they were paying me with like beers. Oh, I was like, that's where my, where my money goes anyway. So, uh-huh. so you're probably gonna but have to Canada, have like another bucks, lever. Sixty bucks if you are headliner in a small club, it might be like hundred bucks for a night. Yeah, like for comedy, like it's kind of like a band. That's why you need to do like every fucking day. Okay. Yeah. You can like give a break if you are dependent on like. And you money. say you don't you don't repeat the jokes. I mean, y- y- you had to do it every day without repeating the jokes. If you start doing it every day, if you want to make money doing yeah. it, well, like, I mean, that's like, how you become a like, professional comedian. You need to like keep what's working because you can write every joke every fucking single day. Yeah, man. And I hear like even comedians who are like like really famous. Uh, I saw J T. Miller on like a late show the other day, and. Uh, They they still go and like do like five sets throughout a night. Yeah. In New York City, yeah. and that's why like New York City is the place to yeah. go because these comedy clubs are open like all Dude, through they the night. Have, like a brunch sessions. Like, yeah. Comedy really. Session, like, yeah. Brunch yeah. Stuff, the, it's like, like all the time. Like, like yeah. that's what they do, right? And so yeah, money. people like he's like yeah, but like you know in my heyday I'd be doing like like thirty in a night you know 35 minute sets you go to this place you go to that place you go to that place oh, you go wow. to that place so yeah, do like yeah. St- he's like yeah i start at like 9 p.m and end around like 5 a.m or something yeah. like that oh wow just, like, yeah and he's like man yeah. sometimes the crowds you get at like a like a 4 a.m set or something like that are like the craziest crowds only like they're so good like, expectation is like the only comedian i like, expect other comedians is dave chappelle because like when he goes down to, like comedy cellar in new york Even like your comedian on the list, like appears to be on the stage that night. Everyone fucking goes to like to see it, like next to the audience. Let Dave Chappelle do his because like when he goes to yeah. comedy cellar, he minimum he does like four hours, just wow. without leaving stage. Holy shit! He's like his records. It's like, like a practice zone, like training ground for those that guys. Guy, no, that guy is like a god for comedy because yeah. like he don't write shit. He just do wow. just like, do. shit. Like, Man, for me, that's one of the most courageous jobs in the world because if you are with a band 
at least you go on top of the stage and you have like a band to <laughs> help you out with music and stuff. But well, some you, musicians go up, up by themselves. It's though. true. It's true. But um, but even you're then, not you, you're hiding behind you're your e- songs, and you're not expecting people to yeah. to laugh. It's totally the, like your soul. Yeah, that's the, like that. That's the biggest argument in Turkey. Me and my like musician friends, we always say like. Uh, who fucking do the like when we were like younger it was like whose like job is like harder mm-hmm. I was like I think like yours is like much like talent related but at the end when you create the song and people heard that song before you're just gonna go on the stage and do it you can fucking practice your jokes before you go on stage well that's not true I mean you can't practice them in a conversation no. you can do that but still well you have to practice system. obviously your like routine and shit no, a little like, bit. I'm talking about on people. Yeah. You can get like, if if you like write a song now and record it, you can like put it on like anywhere on internet and people can hear it and you say, and people say like, oh yeah, I like that song and you can play that song on stage because uh-huh. people already liked it. You know it. Mm-hmm. But like jokes. But if yeah. you're just, if you're just start, like I agree with you and actually I would take it a step further and say that like it does not take any more or less talent to be a musician than it does to be I a comedian. Like but comedian, like, yeah, Okay, go on. Yeah. Um, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Stop my train of thought. Uh, yeah, I don't think it takes more any more or less talent to do that. But uh, like a song, you you write it, but it's it's still like a, a hidden message. You know, there's not many songs that are like literal. You know, word for word, what you think, yeah. especially not anymore. And actually, kind of that's kind of one of the things I wanted to talk about. Um, just kind of like relevance of comedy in our in our social structure and stuff like that but um like a comedian you are like you are yourself you know you there is no hiding like even if you're putting on a persona people will always will associate that with who you are and your opinion yeah. you know you, like like you said like well it's just a joke it's just a joke it's like well but these are the only time these people are seeing it. Actually, and and you were talking about uh, you know putting it on SoundCloud or whatever like that. If you're starting up as a musician, you don't have a fucking audience, and like you probably have as a comedian more opportunity to test your music on people, uh, or test your art on people at the base level than a musician does. Uh, because like I've been a musician for a long time, and like even now I have some stuff recorded, and it's really like I like it. But I can't go and be like, hey, hey, listen to my music and like put it, your headphones in. I can put it on SoundCloud. There's no guarantee anybody's going to listen to it beyond yeah, my you, friends. That's thing, you can share a link and people might like listen. Yeah, but you can go and just be having conversations with your friends and be like, a oh, joke no. comes to your mind and say it and see if it works yeah, and just log that can, information. You like, try that as like a, in a group conversation. But you can you sometimes. Is it like a friend group on the stage? You are talking about different cultures, different like people from. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that a joke won't work. No, actually, like sometimes, like it happens. Like sometimes you love something a lot. Yeah, well, I mean, if it's built on like references or something like that. Yeah, like it's like because like time is like a really like uh, important point in comedy, like the time and. Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah, like so. Yeah, what I feel is like I don't like. I think like the the this like era like we are like I think musicians have like much more like places like try their like art form but like community is always like you need to just go and like do it still i feel like musician is like you need to be talented like for comedy i don't think it's like talent is that relatable with comedy but like like i like now i like go back and playing like uh harmonica again because i used to play when i was a kid 
I was like, oh my god, that's the hardest thing I ever learned. <laughs> like, I, it's so hard, like to mm-hmm. just like music is like music. Like, we use words, but you can fucking tell everything with your guitar without saying any word. Like you can make people like feel something. Exactly music. right, but like then you're not bearing yourself out there necessarily. Yeah, some people very very much are, uh, but like for the most part, and like. I mean, even in a weird way, sometimes you're burying yourself even more. But yeah, I mean, it's all different types of art forms. Yeah. I would say that more than any other art form, maybe com- stand-up comedy would requires just guts, just oh, yeah. just yeah. pure yeah. like yeah. guts, not just to get up on stage and and speak, but to say something like we're talking about that is probably offensive, because that's part of where it comes from. Not like offensive in the way of like. I'm going to offend yeah, this specific group stage, of people yeah, or something yeah. offensive in the way of like, I'm going to talk about something that we're, that is you real and nobody else that, that nobody's yeah. talking about. It's an uncomfortable topic, yeah. but the only way that we're going to talk about this is, funny, is yeah. in a funny way. And I think that that brings us to kind of like today where we have, uh, where we have comedy kind of taking over how we get news and stuff like that yes. because kind of the only way to expose these terrible truths that we're talking about is through comedy is yeah, through like a, really right expressing say, almost yeah. rage about it that news stations and stuff just can't even even somebody like like an anderson cooper who is like if you ever watch his show is very funny he's a journalist um but you can see him talking to these people that are like way out to lunch real people and just being like like what are you talking about how how can you think this way but he has to engage them in a serious way whereas on the other side of it you can have a Stephen Colbert who just plays a, puts a parody of that person you know some one of his writers or whatever in a sketch um and and, and lampoons the whole thing but through that uh like talks to us about how uh a foreign enemy is infiltrating a u.s election like which is a serious fucking topic and something that news organizations as like not even um want not wanting to approach touchy touchy subjects but being like bought and sold by a lot of the people that are you know implicated in these types of things just don't explore it and the only refuge is is people that are just telling the truth, which yeah. is really always just comedians. Yeah, art can like relate it to anything, but like if you just like do news, you need to do news. Like, but like with like art form, you can like lay it on like anything you want. That's true. Yeah, I I feel like um, comedy uh, brings a lot of truth to it. Yeah, I mean, someone will not laugh at your at your joke if it's not funny, unless it's your aunt or your mom. Yeah. Uh, and even and even so, um, so maybe because um, because comedy brings a lot of this truth to us, yeah. maybe that's how we are uh, assimilating uh, our news from. Like y- y- even like John Oliver, he would yeah. he would he's make a like show of like an hour yeah. about tax returns. Yeah. And you would watch it and you won't get bored, yeah. you know. So I think these guys, they found a way through comedy to strike us yeah. with real truth. Yeah, it just like brings you into like you want to learn about it. Because like even you laugh in your brain is still like in process. So you get the idea like what's going on. And the thing is like you said, yeah, comedy like brings the truth. But you know, like, a, in, like, like you lying, 
on stage. But your point is the truth. Mm-hmm. That's a fun way about comedy. Because like, I don't have an uncle, but I made like uncle jokes, which ended up like something like true to everyone. Right. And like you create yeah. a lie to get to like the truth. And even the serious issues that happen to us, I think that um, I heard more than more than one person that when you can actually make a joke of something that happened to you that it wasn't funny yeah. at that moment yeah. is when you actually uh, free yourself from, from the situation, you know? Like when something really, really shitty happened to you in your life and you were so mad, but then afterwards you can tell people and like make a joke. So, oh, yeah, it's today time was... Re- yeah, time related. Like the time passed, everything is going to be like funny. Like everything is going to be like... At that moment, yeah. because it's your like emotions, but like when you look at back and what happened, because you, you're gonna see in like the god's eyes like in your eyes you're just gonna see like the situation what is going on and you're like fuck that's funny that's like silly like, you, you can like, and you can like shape it yeah on stage you don't need to like tell it like a raw version of it you can make it like funnier because like we don't have like any like uh rely like people don't rely us because we are telling the truth like that definitely happened in my life we create a story with a like a Truth the core yeah. the core has yeah. to be true yeah. but not necessarily yeah. the whole story like, right yeah. you, you like you tell a true story involving but your uncle's involved in it but you don't actually have an uncle yes. but the it's, situation yeah. did happen and like it's like it's the point is like to relate every person yeah to that story because like you might have that like you you might have an uncle and you might like experience that shit so like people like oh yeah i have an uncle like that so you like he's related now yeah yeah well, I want to go back a second to Joao. You were when we were talking about the you know the comedy news stuff. You mentioned you know I th- you you thought they'd found something that is you know just this new way of doing it, but like yeah, I think they obviously I mean it is they've they've kind of uh, invented something, but I think it is largely by accident. You know I don't think I think if you talk to a lot of them or a lot of them, maybe not necessarily now, uh, because it has become part of our lexicon, but like. Um, you know, even in like the last five years or whatever, before John Oliver even started his show and, and John Stewart was still in the air, like you talk to them and they're like, no, we're comedians. Like we're, we're just doing comedy. But I mean, they have to know that that's not necessarily true anymore. Right. And, and at first that's that, that's what they were doing when, when like John Stewart started. And I think it's kind of a natural reaction to the way news went. Um, like we look at something i don't know if you guys have ever seen network the movie network but it's kind of the logical conclusion to what's what happened at the end of that movie is like well all of these this this news is going to be bought and paid for by corporations basically mm-hmm. um and, and people like there will be terrible things that happen to people on the side sidelines to protect you know corporate interests and stuff and that's ended what happened ended up being what happened and snowballed through like the 90s and all this bullshit and then and, and you know, twenty-four hour news cycles started, and and those need to come up with something to talk about, and so it just becomes inundated into like our everyday life to talk about something, whether it's relevant or not. And and all of a sudden, the comedians start lampooning it because it's so ridiculous. You know, the CNN is so ridiculous. Like, look at how they're covering this. And then all of a sudden, the U.S. election starts, and nine eleven happens, and all of these major events start unfolding. And somebody like Jon Stewart is sitting there, like, with a platform, basically, for this yeah. stuff, right? That that nobody ever really had before. And I'm maybe not even really realizing at the time, but just seeing this presidential race happen and going, like, 
are you guys watching this? Like, it's fucking hilarious. Like, listen to this person talk. Listen to George W. Bush talk. There's no way this guy can end up being elected. Like, he sounds like a doofus and blah, 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 right? And so they start laughing about it in the writer's room, and all of a sudden they start doing it on the thing. And, like, over a decade, it explodes into even every late-night show host is is about this now like you watch Kimmel like and they don't not necessarily that they want to be but it's almost that they like just it, it's just they have to be because these are the people that are the only ones telling the truth about what's going on like it's so fucked up that I sit there every morning and I watch Jimmy Kimmel to get my fucking news yeah. because I don't need to wait through like I mean I actually like obviously go check and everything anything that they're talking about but like uh I would much rather sit there and watch him deliver it through jokes than watch like ten people talk about it that like are just listen. yeah. Like, cause you are having fun with it. That's like, true. It's like even like a horrific news. Yeah. You come up with a joke, you can like take it. I, I totally agree with you, and in that matter, I like. I rather see some comedic guy talking mm -hmm. about. Uh, politics than watching maybe like Jimmy O'Fallon show yeah. that is just like funny kind of yeah. mm -hmm. stuff but doesn't have the political no. thing yeah. involved. You know? Well, he that, purposely stays away from stuff well, like that. You know, yeah, but it's okay. But yeah. for me, I like to see someone with more death and, for and sure. you know, just talking about something more serious and it's making fun angle. of it. Like you mm -hmm. want to like look, at, yeah, you're looking for is a different angle. Like, cause like hearing like politics without a with like from like an expert is not always fun you can maybe like get much more information but maybe you can like hang in there till like the end of his like speech but like with a like a comedian yeah. like like you say like john Oliver like gives like weird subjects like every sunday night like like coal mines like the fucking mm -hmm. like tax refunds and you fucking like watch it like on focus you don't even talk with your friend you don't even check your phone the 30 minutes you just like pure like in the zone and you laughing but you still gaining the information which right. is like the best thing you can do because like those like you think those information is never going to be useful but still in a conversation in when you like have like a debate or something you get there are still informations you have yeah. yeah but it's not just because news is boring it's because news is often not right yes yeah right like no, not only not only fake and like purposely fake but like have to get to it so quick that it's not correct yeah or or just skewed towards whatever side the news yeah, station may, is supposed to be about, supporting. Like, news, like, I'm talking about like the expert. Like the, it's like some like global warming like expert comes. He's not gonna like lie about it. He's just gonna like show facts like what's going on like shit. Yeah, but sometimes even those people that they bring on, global warming experts, are people that are against it in some way or something. Like depending yeah, on which side, depending warming, on if you're watching that, Fox yeah. News or CNN, their global warming expert is gonna talk about something completely fucking different. Fake and news. So, yeah, fake news or whatever. And so the only people that are really, I mean, they're not, they are informing us of what's happening, these comedians, but not uh, not teaching us anything. Yeah, not lecture anything. There, it's, it's just like, look at this shit. Yeah. And I think it's working in the way of like, like Jimmy Kimmel did the thing, whole thing with healthcare because his his child was directly involved with it. But like, he actually talked about Look, only like 12 to 25% of people are supporting this. And these are the 56 senators. Well, yeah, these are their fucking pictures of the people that are voting against or voting for to push this bill through that is going to take millions of people off health care. Like, blah, 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 blah. Like, 
no fucking news station has the yeah. balls to do it because n- most of those people are paying people or are involved in some background schemes that are, you know, favors and, and a bunch of bullshit where people are just tied up and can't actually do anything. Um, and yeah, the, the, so they're not like teaching us about it necessarily as being like, look into it. Like you have everybody to go like and find out for yourselves like, and call your Congress people or whoever and do it. And that they start all these like hashtag things and, and like actually start real, like inform real uh, movements on things sometimes. It, it's pretty interesting it's to see. True. Even, even John Oliver sometimes yeah. he starts like webs, uh, websites when you can vote and yeah. you can see stuff. Yeah, I mean, so, yeah. like they pointed out stuff like that. You, you should like focus on Like They are not like lecturing right. your days. They're like, like you say, they're just like pointing out like there's a problem. You might want to look into it. Mm-hmm. So don't like listen like everyone and don't believe everyone what they're telling. And they even like just say. Take it yourself. Like, yeah, that's the information you can have it. Yeah. And they even say like, don't even listen to me. Yeah. Like Jimmy, again, Jimmy Kimmel, when he was talking about that healthcare thing, um, one of the criticisms that he played from like a, a senator or whatever was. Uh, well, Jimmy Kimmel's not a serious person or whatever. And it cuts back to him like, first of all, what the fuck do you mean I'm not a serious person? Like, I live in this country and you represent me as a fucking senator. That's like your whole job. And I'm not the one that's like saying that this is bullshit. It's all of these organizations, like all of these health organizations, all the blah, 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 blah. And like lists out a bunch of things um, that are saying it's bullshit. Yeah. Like don't listen to me listen to those people i'm not asking you to listen to me as a comedian i'm asking you to look into it properly and 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 make informed decisions uh especially the people that can actually do something about it not just people right uh well we're all people but not like the not just like the citizens the the senators and the congress people and president and whatever I think only good thing like what's going on with those like horrific like politics right now especially like us it just like bring people into politics so yeah. now like we have like much like s- like the voters who have sense what is going on because it just used to be like oh i'm republican so like i'm just gonna vote like republican like nominee whoever is it. now people know like now people search what is going on you have to yeah. think about it yeah I think now like they're like much logical like voters like raising and like the young like young voters are like knows like what is going on I think you touch a point there, very important, where these comedic guys really, really um, get us. Because if you are from the right wing in the States, you'll be watching Fox News. Or if you are more left wing, you will be watching something else. Uh, But when someone is talking about politics and it's funny, even if you are right wing you could be watching john oliver because you'd be laughing your ass so you know we had a discussion last week about how uh, our social medias do not communicate with people with different opinions because usually we're not so friends with them but if you have a very funny guy talking about some serious stuff even people that disagree could be laughing about it and could they could be changing the mindset like the point like that's that like i think only like good come out from that trump disaster is mm-hmm. like the new era of the voters yeah they are much better to like to understand what is going on for me okay like the with that like uh, election i like from the beginning i was like supporting like bernie sanders yeah because like that guy is just like one that's of, the one that they needed one man. In, like one in thousand and 
everyone blames like republicans i blame blame like democrats because like what mm-hmm. i feel maybe like it's maybe like it's not like a popular idea what i'm gonna say is like if you eliminate bernie sanders and pick like hillary clinton because she's a woman because they wanted a woman president they didn't pick Hillary Clinton just because, like, Bernie Sanders is way more qualified than Hillary Clinton. And, like, I believe, th- be, like, Trump becoming president is just because of that wrong kind of feminism. Like, the feminism is, like, what we all need. It's like a kind of war that we, we need to lose, mm-hmm. like, as men. Mm-hmm. That's the, like, war we need to oh, lose. Oh, that's an interesting way to put it. I like that. A war we need to lose as men. But that's cool. the feminism we saw at the election is really like wrong way and it's like a poisonous way like you don't like you don't think about your country what's going to happen and you just just because you want like the i understand they mm-hmm. suffer yeah but you can just because you are suffering you can like put that shit like on everyone mm. I well i, I think agree. i just agree with you a little bit about that um i think hillary amongst a lot of stuff she had a lot of political influence. Yeah, yeah. No, she. I mean, it course. doesn't matter if she she was a she woman or not. But like, if you have and Bernie Sanders and Hillary Clinton, how you go with like Hillary? Hey, like, she had more money, man. Yeah. And more influence. I don't think that it was because of the fact that she was a woman. Because I think that most uh, that's more dangerous to have uh, to have a woman as a as a. Like as we a, had women like in eighties. No, no, one no, no. Like women no, no, no. Never, wait, wait, never wait, wait. in the let, let never in the U.S. Like, yeah, let me explain myself. Never in, in the, Turkey, like in eighties, yeah. like women president. Well, there's it's been more, women. It, there's been women leaders all over the yeah, world yeah, except yeah, the U.S. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. That's the thing. For me, it's more. Um, is was more dangerous to the Democrats to to and put a woman, woman too, because yeah. because because she's a woman and we are in such a. Macho environment, which is politics, than to put a guy, but she ended up having more influence. I don't think that that was. I kind of can I can I interject interject a little bit to to the feminine to the right or wrong feminism. Do you know Elizabeth Warren? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who who roasted like uh, Wells Fargo? If we had like Elizabeth Warren instead of Hillary Clinton, she would be the president. But here's the thing. That's the thing. So that's it's not because she's a woman. Oh, it's no, because no, no. she's Hillary Clinton. Yeah, let no, me no, no. Yeah, so yeah. let me get at this for a second. Yeah, that's why I'm saying so, Right. So it's not because the Democrats got caught up in let's make a woman president. It's because there was a chance that a woman could be president and Hillary Clinton and the political influence that she had as you mentioned is a f- was the force behind okay if there's a chance at a woman president it's gonna it's gonna be fucking me F- fucking hillary clinton is yeah, gonna be the, the first is- woman president of the united states that's that was like the whole thing with the because i agree- hold on hold on because i agree with you because elizabeth warren completely stayed out of the race and i was like man if elizabeth warren ran for president she would be yeah, president of the united states talk, like woman or but man. she didn't even run yeah, because no, i think hold I'm on because i'm yeah. thinking that the whole kind of democratic force that probably pushed against Sanders initially, but he said, fuck it, I'm going through with this anyways. And, and you know, eventually kind of took him down, as you mentioned, be- because of throwing their sword yeah. behind Hillary instead, um, is what basically kept Elizabeth out of the, Elizabeth Warren out of the race completely. Like, I'm, I'm thinking that whole political force of, of Hillary Clinton went to the uh, Elizabeth Warren group and party and said, like, yeah, that's somehow... 
you're not it's you're like, not running. If it, Elizabeth Warren, we wouldn't even talk about like. Google oh, she would crush it, man! I love well, Elizabeth was, Warren. I'm pretty like sure Elizabeth I am Warren, in love with Elizabeth Warren. She's like way more qualified and way more smarter than like Hillary Clinton. We wouldn't even talk like woman president. Yeah, but, but okay, what, hang what, on though. Like, things, I think that Hillary what, Clinton is qualified to be president. Way beyond. No, you keep saying the way same beyond thing. I'm saying more. Like, yeah, I'm not saying yeah. she was not. But like Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth, those people like Hillary Clinton can't there come was, in that close. I think there was a lot. I think of, she comes close to them. Yeah, too. she comes close to them. Like she fucked it up. With like yeah, she she has a lot of issues that like um, have issues, and the other guy don't have any. I know. Issues. Well, that's the Democratic Party's like, fault. Yeah, like it, that's it what is, I'm saying. It is a strategic error of the campaign Democratic Party as yeah. well. Yeah. Now, I don't know if you guys went to Hillary Hillary Clinton's website during the campaign. The first name that you will read in the si- in the in her website Trump. is Trump. Really? Before you read Hillary Clinton. Yes. <laughs> because like the campaign was let's stop Donald Trump. Yeah. So that's like for in the point of view of uh, advertising. Mm-hmm. I, I did you know I, no, everyone it, does that. We, we did that too. No, but, no. but but that's so wrong in the mindset, yeah. you know. I mean, this is so against you just like telling people actually to vote for 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 the guy. But it's effective. Did you see, like did you like did It's you? it's ineffective. Well, that's it's a, it was effective the from the other side. Well, it was effective from from Trump's side, of course, because Trump was not only in his website the first name, he was in Hillary like, Clinton's you can't want to debate you know? against like Trump. No. Like, well, he doesn't debate. You shouldn't be like president like He's Dude, not a rational Sanders person. Was like dying, like sh- he was dying, like, let's do a debate. And Trump said first, he said yes. I was like, oh, my God, like, that will, like, help, like, Democrats a lot if Bernie Sanders go, like, head-to-head with Donald Trump. The thing is, what I'm angry with, like, Clinton is, like, she wrote a book mm. about, like... Yeah, Bernie I wish she'd just kind of lay low for a and while she and she was, away. like, blaming, like, Bernie Sanders. I was like, how could you? <laughs> like, that man, even, like... Democrats fuck him up. He still endorsed Hillary Clinton, which like he just wanted to like defeat like Donald Trump. He he was like, I'm pretty sure like uh, Bernie Sanders was like, okay, like Clinton is not in good enough, but like she is way better than Trump. Like that's all we think. Mm-hmm. Like when it comes to, like two of them, we were like, yeah, Clinton then. Yeah. Because we don't want the other like stupid guy. Yeah. But still like, dude, like if you care about your con- if. All about it's like the American. We know like the patriotic American like, mm-hmm. value. Like, if you really care about your country, and if you have like a nominee as like Bernie Sanders, and if you like pass by, I can't like see any logical like reason. There is like, no logic behind it, man. That's the whole point. Like, like you're talking about the debates and stuff like that, and it didn't matter. It didn't matter if he set, went up there and said like the worst possible things he could possibly say because he said them and he did them multiple times throughout yeah, the, the campaign is, like, that I was like, voters is like those they are don't care, the man. People, like who just watch and like laugh at this stuff. Like just Donald Trump say horrific shit to like Hillary Clinton. Man, they didn't. And they will be like, yes. Like they yeah. are like those. They like, eat it up. People. Yeah. They don't care because for a multiple multitude of reasons, but mostly because a, there's a bunch of people that will never vote Democrat regardless. That's just their way. Like we'll never like not just Democrat, but we'll never vote for like socialism or whatever you want to call <laughs> free healthcare and stuff like that. Yeah, it is socialism. Sorry, like it's just a word. Like people fucking afraid of it. But like it's social um, democracy. Yeah. Like you think like if Bernie Sanders like was nominee, like he would lose like Trump? Uh, hmm, I think it would have been tight. Probably. Well, maybe, maybe not. Maybe not because because part of that. 
group of people that voted for Trump uh, are a group of people that just straight up won't vote for a woman. Yeah. Just like there are a group of people that straight up won't, won't vote for like, a black man. Yeah, like, like that's just general, like, part of it. I don't think like it's like just like a woman. I think it was like Hillary Clinton. Yeah, well, that's definitely part of it, of course. Like, it's but I'm saying there's, there, there are these little things that kind of add up to, okay, well, there are people that just won't vote Democrat regardless. There are people that won't vote for a woman. There are people that won't vote for Hillary Clinton because of who she is. There's people that won't vote for Hillary Clinton because who Bill Clinton is. And uh, there are people that won't vote for Hillary Clinton because she fucked uh, Barry Sanders or Bernie Sanders. And uh, and then so it just adds up to a bunch of people that end up voting Donald Trump into the presidency. Like, I don't I still like I don't feel comfortable about all that. Like, I was like, how how like how could you? How could you pass on like Bernie Sanders? Like, I was still, oh, like, I know, man. Fucked up with, I was like, how could you do that? Like, because the thing is, that's the only country that we are all involved there. Like, with I was watching. I was like, y- that's who you need. Like, vote that guy in. Like, you need that guy. You'll get. I, I, who fucking honestly, cares about like? I, I don't. Like, I'm sorry to yeah. disagree. And go for it. But I, I don't think that Bernie Sanders would be the answer to, to, to the Americans. No, well, either. I mean, there's a lot of people that I still fight think, against a lot of what I he stands think, for. I don't think there will be always. No, a fight. you see, I don't think that Americans in general, Americans are, are ready for a guy like him. Hmm. It, it, it would be a shift way too big. That's what uh, even though. Like, Okay. Even though I, I I like his ideas, but you cannot. It it, it would be a huge you know, shift. I mean, you we cannot. We like Lord you, of the Rings, right? Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> let me just finish up something here. When you put someone like him, you probably gonna make a lot of people more angry. Now, Donald Trump is a clown. Loud noises. <laughs> He's a clown, but we all know. Is different than someone to try to hide who he is. Now we we have the chance right now to see. In the television, this clown that became American president, and we were just talking this the other day. <laughs> He's the guy that paradoxically united us against bad politicians. Yeah, you know, if you have yeah. if you had Bernie Sanders, you have a lot of rednecks angry about whatever. Wall like, Street I'm you, people. Like, and I yeah. understand your point. Of course, there is no politician like loved by everyone. But I'm like, what I believe is like that's my opinion. There will be no like more than like angry against like Trump. There will be no like more population like against like Clinton. It will be like Bernie Sanders. Like he wouldn't be able to pass like, the still, laws. Still, there man. will be like angry men. That's true. He wouldn't. That's he the thing is like you Congress. get a president like Bernie Sanders in, but then you have a Republican Congress and a Republican Senate. Like it doesn't matter what he does. It'd be the yeah. Like it was the same as like Obama too. Like who fucking thinks like the black person gonna become like well president. even Obama like Obama had ready. more political power than Bernie Sanders yeah. and he couldn't pass the bills, man. Yeah, yeah even like Obamacare is a bastardization version of what they wanted to pass purely because they had to make a whole bunch of like condolences maybe, just to get it through. Maybe this stage condolences. Maybe this stage of t- Trump is exactly what we needed to realize yeah that's the problem it yeah might be like what politics stage, is it might be the end i don't think so man. <laughs> yeah i mean you know, not, there, i mean we laugh about it but there's like yeah, threats wanna, of nuclear war happening every day on that i don't know i don't know man i i think that he's he's such a clown he, he's a clown he's clown enough to say that stupid thing to north korea but he doesn't he doesn't have Neither, I th- but dude, like that's a or, or the, the cojones to push the button. But there's a guy on the other side that might. He definitely has the power. He might not have cojones, but he's fucking nuts. Dude, like it's not just like like it's not just like Donald Trump. It's like 
what he bring with himself like they're like people with yeah. like fucking tiki torches like, and like Nazi yeah. like, walking and around. the people that are around I, him in the I, administration I, 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 people I, I, like Bannon and stuff like that I, I totally agree but that's the first time in history that we are able to see how full of flaws is is the, the, the whole the, system. The system I agree and I think like like people have brought this up to me before and I think like y- you mentioned it earlier like one of the best or the only good things that could come that can come out of this is actually shaking people of our generation kind of out of political apathy like all these protests and stuff started after the after the election and stuff stuff that i've never really seen in my life right like like we've seen pictures of it from like vietnam era and stuff like that but like we've never seen those types of levels of protests in washington and things so it's interesting to see and uh do you know what's the sad part about everything about that american election we are all involved. You are British. Yeah. You are Canadian. Yeah. I'm Turkish. We fucking involved in like American election more than our politics. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Like because it's fucking America. I'm definitely like, whatever, involved in it. Whatever they do is not just affect them. It almost like, yeah. It's fucking affects like all around the world. Well, like, like Turkey is fucked up. Like last year. like for me, it's like fucking like bad loop. Like I mean, like because I saw everything was happening now thirteen years ago. It's a fucking bad loop. And you guys are in between the U.S. and Russia. Yeah, like, and like in politics, which fucking, is like, oh yeah, my god. Fucking like where are like located is like it's not like Middle East. It's not like Europe. It's just like it's a fucking bridge to like the hell and heaven. Like it was like mm. what the fuck, man. And like we are still like trying to like understand like what's going on in Turkey. But like I saw everything what happened like last eight months in America. That's yeah. how it started. But if you push people too far they eventually will rebel and mm-hmm. they will get the power again. And I, I was... So, yeah, just to... Um, not, I would like to t- just say that yeah. we are all filmmakers here and not ignore the, fu- the fact that this week uh, we have the VIF here in Vancouver, the Vancouver yes. International Film Festival, which <laughs> has a lot of beautiful films <laughs> and a lot of uh, interesting things playing. Um, yesterday, I happened to saw um, a film called In Putin's Blacklist, which actually was made up by a Canadian guy. And we can check the name later. Um, and one of the things that they were saying about Putin is being so ridiculous, uh, um, like a like a emperor almost in Russia, well, yeah, like, like banning uh, homosexual and banning this so, yeah. and banning that, that people are beginning to realize that especially young people that they don't want to live under yeah. uh you know uh, under putin's laws yeah. anymore so uh even though they they the, they reelect this guy and this guy is actually a dictator there right uh if he push people too far he going to lose the country yeah of course like, at some point like there will be like end of course but like look at the era we live in like look at the fucking like they're like nazis like walking around like the streets like in Russia, like the fucking like they tortured like gay people. Yeah. In Turkey, like you need to be like the fucking religious, or otherwise you need to be like fucking like faced with like weird stuff. Like they are like happening everywhere, but like now, okay, now I'm in North America, right? So like I need to be fuck- focused on like what, what's going on around here. But like when I see those like people, supposed to so-called like true patriot Americans with a Nazi flag, yeah, I was like. Are you stupid? Like, your grandfathers fight with those people. I know, man. And you, like, carry a Nazi flag because you are a true patriot. I was like, how the fuck that works? I know, man. Like, are you, like... Like, it's not even, like, ignorance. It's just, like, 
the level of stupidity that I never saw before. I mentioned it to a, a friend of mine. Uh, he made a post about those the football players kneeling for the anthem or whatever. Yeah, and, thing, yeah, yeah and and I kind of went on a on a big spiel about it, how like look the American because he, he, he was like you know my grandfather fought in the war and like he's disrespecting the veterans. I'm like you, you like a the flag does not only solely represent the veterans and the veterans are not solely represented by the flag and b like what they're doing kneeling for in protest in a peaceful protest is like the most american thing that like you can possibly think of like that is what that's what it's built on that's what like your grandfather fought for and i said to him and i was like those people that are like fighting for to keep those statues up and are waving like nazi flags and carrying the american flag alongside it those people are what they're doing is much more of a bastardization and yeah. much more offensive to what your grandfather was fighting for than than anything uh, uh, involving kneeling during <laughs> during a national anthem or during like a flag ceremony or something because of a you know it's what is weird, it man. Like, I, like, just it, protest soldiers at night i was like who are we gonna hunt like frank Hastine? like well, yeah. what are we doing now like who fucking walks with not like you saw what happened mm-hmm. like they're and like they're now like angry like with jews i was like Jews, yeah, like oh, they like taking every money. Like they, I was like, oh my god, here we go again. Yeah, like no one's take your job. You are just stupid. You so, can have a job. You see, <laughs> like, that's that. I think that's just a maybe. You just a refla- uh, reflex of uh, what we're seeing with Donald Trump. I mean, these thoughts definitely these empowered people, them. This this thought and these people, it, it didn't happen overnight. Yeah, no, no, they were really you know? they were there. Yeah. So they now, yeah. now they are out yeah. of the closet mm-hmm. showing the really faces. But if we see the real problem, it's easier to fight That's when true. you don't see it, you know, when it's just like, oh, yeah, we have this Confederate flag, which is like, you know, a lot of times just a cover for a Nazi flag that you maybe would like to be waving, but you couldn't, you know. Yeah. I mean, now, I remember I, once I went to Tennessee, um, my host, my, my uh, I live in the states for a year. My host brother was uh, was black. I was in Tennessee, and um, naively I enter into a store that had a Confederate flag uh, on the door, uh-huh. and my brother stood outside, and I was like, "Dude, come on in! I just uh, let's." I, I saw that, and and he was like, "Come here, come here. Do you want do you want me to get do you want to get me killed?" <laughs> So you know, like this is going on for for yeah, for it's a lot still of, happening, you know, man. It's just, it's, so it's really really sad. That happened overnight. No, Dude, now we have the yeah. chance to see. During the election, yeah. do you know what I saw? Uh, there was a video. They like interviewed like the guys from southern states in USA, and the there was like a they build like a team. They assemble like a team. Mm-hmm. They like I don't believe any religion or god. Like I don't fucking care if you believe cool, but like I I'm not like fan of it but i saw those people like talking about like, yeah goddamn muslims like we building like uh pig blood uh bullets oh yeah so we can shut them and they can go to hell because they can eat eat pig i was like oh my god what what the fuck are you talking about like man donald trump himself perpetuated a story that informed what you're talking about like, and it's this like i was like how the fuck that's legal? Like, he just saying, like, he's going to fucking shoot Muslims with the fucking, like, pig-blooded bullets. Dude, the president of the United States, like, in front of public cameras and everything, tells a story that is 
proven to be completely erroneous, erroneous by all like historians. No, it's this like way back in like the 1800s or something when people were still f- floating around on ships. How there was like a violent uprising on this island or something of Muslims in like in uh, Indonesia, and uh, this captain, this like these are like Donald Trump is like praising this guy, like this heroic captain uh, lined up all these terrorists and dipped. F- uh, there was fifty of them and dipped forty nine bullets in pig's blood and shot all of them. And set and sent the fiftieth home to tell everybody what happened. And he's like, and there wasn't a terrorist attack for twenty five years. And everybody fucking like cheers. And I'm like, that's the president of the United States like condoning a hate crime, uh, for a completely ineffective method of terrorism that only worked for. Uh, ha- like two dozen decades or two dozen years, and it didn't even. It wasn't even true. It's not a true yeah, story. Is, like, I don't know, like fucking like I know Muslim people. The country is like fucking like eighty five, ninety percent is like Muslim. Yeah, and I never met a Muslim that's fucking like willing to fucking like blow himself up. And like what I knew is like America's yeah like the, one of the like powerful countries in the world, and they fucking like create stuff. You know, like, you don't, like, say it, but you know, like, it's not just, yeah. like, those groups, like, those terrorist groups just, like, self-founded and happen, like, over at night. families are getting yeah. bombed and shit. Yeah, like, <laughs> you fucking send drones in a sunny, like, do you see that kid? Like, the kid yeah, was in the court. He said, like, I can look at the, like, blue sky because, like, we can see the drones, at, like, when it's, like, blue sky. I was like, how fucking horrific is that? Wow. Yeah, you can see, see the fucking, like, drones, like, because you like you can like fucking look at like blue sky because there might be a drone. Wow. Yeah, it's brutal. So like, like what do you think you is gonna fucking, happen? You fucking like have like a body count all over like Middle East, millions and yeah. millions. And okay, that's the other stupid thing about America, like the guns. Like what happened like in yeah. Las Vegas? Oh uh, yeah, and actually we mentioned the the attack in Edmonton on our last podcast, yeah. and we're like a week behind. So sorry like, to everybody, but I just want to give a shout out first, to Vegas because like, it's awful, like, awful, ISIS. awful. I was like, ISIS is a 65 years old man, like white dude. In Ve- like, ISIS member, the true like yeah. Muslim, let's say that. Like, they can even like enter Las Vegas. I went to Las Vegas. They can like make it there. No. Like, and like the guy was like 65 years old, like who fucking like gamble and shit all of his life. Yeah. And like he just like become like ISIS member and like fucking. Shit, Let's. Like, no, there was no like it was it was it was. I watched an interview with that guy's brother and like there was no like rhyme or reason behind it. They're like he's yeah. never shown any signs of extremism like, about like, anything. Like just nuts. Just you see the guy just like shout ISIS before he shot the people. I was like, yeah, I don't think like he was ISIS. Like because <laughs> you just like sh- you just shout and ISIS doesn't make you no, ISIS, motherfucker. No. Yeah. Just like. And I still believe not like, not even a Allah Wakbar. Yeah, like, like that would be that would make more yeah. sense, right? And like uh, they're like weird stuff, man. Like it's like I don't know like how they like found it, like mm-hmm. but I'm sure they are not self found. Like it's like there's like no, well, one like politician said like if you like fucking feed in a snake in your back garden, yeah, you can expect it to like come. Man, yeah, it's so yeah. fucked yeah. up because like all of these these organizations are generally bred out of places like Saudi Arabia and, and Pakistan and, and like, uh, and, and, and you know, Syria, Syria and places like that. But like, um, (laughs) 
we all like fight against it and shout against it but then they go over and do like multi-billion dollar arms deals with these yeah. countries and like well, this is going to like the Saudi Arabia army. Like, where do the, where, like where the fuck do you think that's going? Like, that's shooting your own people. Yeah. Those yes. guns are going to end up yeah, shooting bro. your own people, but, blowing but up innocent people. Not even your own people, but innocent people in their own country, right. which is like a much larger number than any Americans or know, Canadians killed. But like, like, governments don't care about like the public as long as like well, people just no. Like, the like governments don't care because the, the like but the governments like. don't care because nobody in the public well people are but like there's no like actual visceral about it there's no there there is like some there are small obvious protests about like you know don't do arms deals with 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 saudi arabia and places like that but it's like a couple news stories like after it happens and then it goes away and there's no like mass protest for selling billions of dollars worth of guns yeah, to Saudi Arabia that end up killing your own people. Now, like what the protest like who which one you gonna fucking You're, like deal with like the fucking Nazis or the pre- president himself is a fucking Nazi. I know. Well, that's the thing. It's like it, man, it's all so fucked up. And actually, I wanted to go back to what we were talking about a, a little while ago about uh, about like you know this outsider coming in and and I think like I didn't mention it while I was giving my spiel on the segments but that was obviously a segment of the people that ended up voting for Trump too that aren't necessarily like like racist or or even Trump supporters yeah, but are like, like they're like them. we need something from outside of this system to shake it up because it's so broken yeah, and Bernie Sanders did represent that a little bit but he yeah. was still like he still spent his whole life basically in Washington and so um some people argue that they needed that I I agree that they needed that, but like this, just because you can't just vote for change for the sake of change. Like if you see this guy who's an outsider, like yes, that is a plus. But all of these minuses and even the things he would bring as an outsider, like you're you're talking about terrible things. Like if if you had an outsider like a Bill Gates or like an Elon Musk who's not American, so he couldn't do it. But like people like that that ended up you know running for office or something like that then yes like that would probably be a really really good thing yeah, just because but like, want, like a difference yeah doesn't mean like any kind of difference no it's a terrible like, difference like how the fuck you uh, that guy was on tv like fucking like just shouting like you're fired like to everyone and like <laughs> he's a weird dude man like he's just like to the, to about, the like, football players yeah. you're fired yeah. you're fired he's a clown like, you're right man bitch. i was such like, a clown he called like okay. Let me give it like fucking like praise to him. Calling football players son of a bitch is like a one like badass move you can do because th- those people are fucking rape people and they fucking beat the shit out of people. Like, how the fuck, <laughs> dude? When I watched that, I was like, oh my god! Like, when he stopped being president, they will hunt him down. Like, Although you know, like joking aside about that. <laughs> uh, I think he opened a bit of a Pandora's box by going after athletes because to a lot of extent, like athletes kind of stay out of politics because fans come from all yeah. over the place, right? You don't really want to oh, alienate today, yourself. Today, Mike Pence left the stadium because like in San Francisco, they, they all they, kneeled. They kneeled and he fucking, Fuck. I was like, yes, they don't like the, the dissonance that they don't realize that that makes them look yeah. like the work, like Dude, the kneeled, biggest fool kneeling. Like they just kneeled. Yeah. Like, 
kneel. Like they don't even do like any horror. They're not even like flipping you the bird or anything. Or chanting or booing or like anything. Like they're kneeling. Like American flag on your like bikinis and shit. Like yeah, tongs and shit. Yeah. But like the guys like fucking kneel and he's like national anthem. It just makes you like offended. Are you fucking stupid? That's that's the one of the strategies that I think it's just like one of the things that it's it looks stupid but that's that might be one of the things that throw Donald Trump out of power quick because then yeah. you're going against people yeah what well, I was saying people like uh, football is very popular right yeah you know uh, <laughs> that's what I mean like the to open the Pandora's box of getting into athletes and not just football, like LeBron James came out and yeah. like a bunch of he like the NBA champions decided not to go to the white house. And that's like kind of a big deal, right? The NHL champions did, which I wasn't a huge fan of, but like, so yeah, the NBA champions decided not to go. He's like, Oh, I didn't invite them anyways. <laughs> like, and, and LeBron's like, nah, like people, like it was an honor until you showed up kind of thing to go to the white house. He's like a little kid. Yeah, like only kid. Like when you start like taking like but his, his and like stop giving attention. The ego involved in thinking that he will win the popularity contest against anybody will start to get out of control, and it, it will start with yeah. I mean like, there's always kind of a visceral for like celebrity elite like actors and stuff like that. So some people like they just won't listen to what people like that have to say, and they won't even turn on something like John Oliver to learn something or whatever, right? But like. They're watching basketball, yeah. and if their it's favorite player, even as especially as kids, especially as like you know teenagers, if their favorite player is like yeah. this guy's a fucking asshole, this guy's a clown, don't listen to him, like whatever, see, it, it creates a different dynamic. And you see how important that is because now, even teenager people that don't like politics mm -hmm. at all, yeah, they're remote. They are. They are involved. for sure. The, they're gonna turn you know, 18 like, in a few yeah, years, and like it's gonna be this fucking wave. So, so if we can survive, it's clear like a now. <coughs> it's clear. I, yeah, we have like good days. It's physics, man. An equal and opposite reaction. It's That's crazy. Right. Yeah, like. It's well, I would like to ask you: How yes. is it to uh, make political jokes in Turkey? Like, can you can you go to a bar and huh? do that? <laughs> okay, that's a good question. Uh, there are certain like in my city you can do it because like my city is like most hated city in Turkey. <laughs> so is that because of you? Because what have you been doing? <laughs> because of people like me. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we like we allow to live like together with every like belief and like non-belief cause no one fucking cares like what you believe like if you are like decent human being you good we have like bars next to like mosques like people say like like good afternoon like every time like they come up from the mosque mm -hmm. and we are drinking we say like hey man how are you like no one's like, fucking getting offended or any shit so that city is like kind of like a western city mm -hmm. and the government is like real like fucking uh religious like they just like it's not even like peaceful like way to like put their religion like they just like force people to like the religion and the fucking religion like don't teach that i read the book like mm -hmm. there is nothing like what the government is doing and i was like okay like so it's like people in my city is like me like we just don't give a fuck about like what government thinks so like in my city you can do like political jokes in your own audience but if you try to do that in Istanbul or Ankara, which is the capital, probably someone's gonna shoot you. Shoot you? Yeah, like probably like someone. Yeah, Istanbul. Like Istanbul is a kind of mixture now. It used to be like Istanbul is like the face of the, like the Turkey. Yeah, I thought it was a very kind of Western sort of. 
it deal. used to be not enough people like fucking like uh getting immigrated in there like fucking like everyone's like from east going to like the istanbul so it's like a now like a okay uh mixed blood <laughs> what's going on there yeah muggles yeah they don't come to our city because you but, can do that shit in our but city. But who, who is going to shoot you? Like, Someone like from the shooting, government? Shooting. I mean... No, 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 not government. Like, the thing is, uh, supporters of governments are way, like, dangerous than the government for us. Because they... Like the militias. Yeah, like, like, they are not, like, soldiers or something. They are, like, people like me and you. Mm-hmm. But they get angry. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, like, and, like people like you, you, you and me, but yeah, worse. Yeah, yeah, because, like, they think they will be, like, their actions going to be justified because I tell something against government and government is going to protect them. Mm-hmm. Even like he just fucking do something illegal to me. Mm-hmm. Like that's... Pr- and now, like, we are at the point, like, for my city at least, we are like, yeah, why we give a fuck about them though? Like, we are like the farthest part of the, like, the Turkey, which nothing happens in there. People every day, like, fucking having fun. It's like, fuck them. Like, Fuck it. In what sense? Like, in every sense, like, you are still, like, f- you have, like, every freedom of speech. you like, comfortable. No, like, terrorism or, like, any, like, shooting happening. You just, like, you live in, a, like, a good place. Like, you, you're just comfortable. But it's still part of your, your nation, right? Like, yeah, don't... that's the problem. People think, like, yeah, it's, like, Turkey, so we are, like, a whole. What I think is, like, yeah, they fucked that whole up. Okay. Like, why would I care the people who just come after me if I say something about? But there's, but their laws are gonna be affecting you and oh, vice yeah, yeah, versa, course. right? But like so. the lo- like laws like doesn't like, uh, make me like, doesn't make me like say anything against government. Maybe we, there's we, no law yeah, against. We, are, we still have like a free speech. Yeah. In the country. Okay. It's just that people, just, like, people in who support government okay. they are like fanatics. Uh, Maybe just okay. like the big difference between. I don't know, New York, New York City and somewhere in Missouri, you know. Well, no, it sounds more like it's... Yeah, I guess, because, like, technically it's, it's a free like country a or whatever, yeah. but people will get violent if you're... Maybe it's still, like, free speech. Missouri's not the, the best. Like, yeah, maybe, like... Uh, the well, yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> St. Louis? What? Yeah. The fucking, like, uh, newspaper people and shit, like, they just go to jail mm-hmm. for other reasons. Uh. Like, poop happened. Oh, Okay. So they find something to put in the, in yeah. the prison. But so like as like a, um, I hate to use the word westernized as like a. Yo, there is a thing like this. I know, but it's such a fucking stupid term. Well, uh, maybe globalized. You know. Sure. Uh, a civilized nation. Modern. A modern nation. Yeah. As a modern nation. That's good. As a modern nation. Um, isn't there like a pushback against something like you know journalists get disappearing and shit okay, like that's, that that's like that's what i fear about america too that shit happened like 30 years ago when they first come to like the uh, position or that they t- take control of the government it was not like that it's always like a push up like push back to the government but like the every second they stay in a government mm-hmm. they become more powerful and powerful right so first they just buy on like newspaper tv channel the fucking companies mm-hmm. every like every second pass your like pushing power is like getting less because mm-hmm. there is no like channel to like inform people what is going on mm-hmm. they fucking like banned wikipedia like just like last year mm-hmm. the youtube like got banned like every month like fucking twitter was like banned but so like this they're not like a group like a significant amount of people in like, this modern like, nation that are like fuck that like you took away Wikipedia? Like, yeah. I was on that shit every day. Like, what yeah. the fuck? People getting angry, but the thing is, like, we are getting, like, minority. 
like because that. of all these but but those i guess those people were like the eastern some people belong to your country sc- yeah, in the first some place of them right scared now oh. they don't want to go against the government so we lose like a big portion of those like re- rebellion people mm. because of the fear so they don't want to talk about it so <sighs> it's just like getting like every second they stay there it's just going to be way more horrific okay oh man it's it's you know there's a lot of stuff going on in this uh in this crazy crazy world and sometimes i feel like i'm taking crazy pills it's really really nuts yeah uh, it's, uh great st- it's great to have com- uh comedy yeah yeah it's true it's nice man. to have uh, it's, something it's to laugh so about. You know what? Um, how we we shifted so smoothly between comedy and and politics. Well, they so intertwine. Like that's yeah. kind of like what I figured would happen. You know, uh, especially once we got onto like the news stuff and whatnot. Because especially now they're so intertwined. And yeah, I knew I knew Oz would have some interesting takes on it. And I didn't know I didn't know he was uh, the most interesting man in the world. Uh, and harpoon fished and. And all that type of stuff, uh, you know, he's uh, kind of a big deal. So <laughs> it's made with bits of real panther, so you know it's good. <laughs> so uh, yeah, well, uh, I think I think Oz, you probably have a, a bottle of Sex Panther somewhere in your house, by the sounds of it. Uh, <laughs> Are you having any upcoming shows or anything like that? Before I go, I plan to like do like three shows. Okay. In November. Where? Around the city. I know, I can like find not in the subway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Probably some pizza places, yeah. Oh, okay. I love pizza places. <laughs> Bro. Yeah. That's the real comedy. It's, it's hard so, so nothing like officially lined up, but no, you'll... No, uh, there's no official lined up. Is there a place where people can follow you to see your shows or whatever? Mm, nah. No? <laughs> no. Like, the thing is, like, because, uh, like, you just, like, need to follow, like, the Vancouver comedy, like, the group, Facebook group, stand-up comedy group. Okay. So you can see, like, who ever, like, where in nice. this group. So yeah, I don't like promote myself. That's that. I always. Oh, find we can it, like, we can do that. Yeah, it is weird. It is <laughs> weird. Yeah, that's why we're asking. We're asking <laughs> to to promote I will, you. I will be on the Fox cabinet on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's fucked up. Okay, you have a CD coming. Out. <laughs> yeah, he's saying like saying that is weird, man. He's just like, uh, come and watch me. Okay, yeah. no, you don't need to. Just do much like fun stuff. Yeah, yeah. I will be there like five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but yeah, like in November, I have like three like shows that i want to do because i wrote the jokes already i don't want to wait for a year for them fair enough yeah. fair enough yeah cool well yeah well uh, we'll hope to see you on the on the stand up uh, vancouver uh facebook page and we'll be following that anybody yeah. out there interested in some amateur acts and some uh, open mics and stuff like that yeah do we have do we have anyone uh, to call in this week? Uh, we don't have anybody to call for us, but we did receive a couple calls. We got somebody on hold right now. Um, we've had a, a few callers over the last couple of weeks that have given us some some pretty interesting things uh, uh, to to discuss, to say the least. So um, they're never really the types of people that we would normally associate with, and uh, <laughs> we'll yeah. see what we have today. I'm well, not I sure think, who we have today I think, uh, because. We we had the thing that um, almost every show we 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 talk a little bit about sex and we try to just you know yeah go the conversation just goes that just, way just goes to shift to to, to that kind of <laughs> nice <laughs> conversation that we always like it so yeah I think today we have some some guy that is a specialist I don't know uh yeah uh, well we have a, we have a man I think uh, he, he is it a man I, I don't know. 
we have a we have a ambiguously gendered uh, spirit actually from what my notes are it was a, once a uh, a sex ed instructor who who became way too detailed about uh, about uh, what they were discussing in the classroom and a disgraced sex ed instructor has now uh, become a sex instructor uh in in the afterlife uh he refers has, no he has a website called uh the slutty spirit ca the slutty spirit is is what uh what he refers to himself as and <laughs> is that's what his business card says and uh i think we have them on the line here uh welcome slutty spirit or or slutty or spirit uh, or ha- how would you like to be referred well, to how are you well you can relate to me you can say my name whatever you want whatever as long i want as you open your mouth that's what she said. <laughs> okay, well. You have uh, a beautiful mouth, by the way. Oh, thank you. I, I didn't know you could you know see that over You know what this mouth is good for? What's... Spirit. My, my mouth or your mouth? Yes, no, that big mouth of yours. <laughs> What's it good for? Well, maybe we can make action later, but I won't talk about it. Oh, well, we're uncensored here, so we can talk about whatever you want. And you okay, are okay. you are by name the slutty spirit. So yes, you've like called us. I'd what like is it you want to discuss? W- I, I would like to talk a little bit more. I think this program could use a little bit more sex. Well, we have been discussing a lot uh, of yeah, sex. Yeah, but that's not enough, I think. And I think we should talk today about um, not only talk, but also if you guys want to, uh, we should... Uh, I want to talk about masturbation. Oh, okay. That's an interesting topic. Yeah, it's but come before, up a few times. Yes, but before talking about masturbation, I would like everyone to uh, touch your genitals. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So everyone can do that now. Sure, yeah. I yeah, don't no, see no I've been sitting with that. my hand in my pants most of the time anyways, so... Okay. So um, today we're going to talk about how masturbation is important for you. Okay. Okay. How do you think masturbation is important for you? Uh, well, I think it's a good stress release. You oh, know, what if, about if you, us? Uh, it keeps me happy. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Keeps us all Would from you keep too me mad. happy? Uh, no, I love my penis and I'm just like really broiled my yeah. Oh. oh. <laughs> I don't you, like other penises. You're so selfish. Yeah, I, do. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh, it's so funny. Yes. So I used to be a former teacher right. in sex education. Mm-hmm. And I think sex is a very important subject in the world, but we don't talk too much about it. No, that's true. We don't, especially here in North America. There's a there's a very uh, uh, you know big aversion to sex in our media and in, in so our yes. schools even. So so you were a teacher at a school. Yes. What, well, what, in, what? My, in my sex program, we used to not only talk about it, but experience. Okay. So we would talk. We have the adolescent people mm-hmm. there. Adolescent. Yeah, like teenager. Uh, what well, uh, we can that that's we can't go into that. Uh, I think. No, it's okay. It's okay. You're going to be fine. So, uh, we used to have these uh, teenagers in the classroom, and we would talk about sex, and we okay. would also promote some healthy sex activities. Okay, okay. That, sound, that sounds fine. That sounds fine. Like, um, we would like to see how each other touch themselves, so we can learn. Well, uh, that might be a little offside. Uh, was this, me, were, they, were the children you see, paying that's the to hypocrisy. Be, uh, Don't you touch yourself. Of course I do, but so why can't you talk about it? That's uh, well, there's something different between talking about it. We're talking about it here, uh, but uh, I'm 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 not going to let you touch me or oh, or that's too bad. These people, these these children, I don't I don't know were consenting to well, being you touched. Know, they they thought that my program wasn't good enough, but it was giving them more sex 
experiences. So what were the age age ranges of of these? Oh, they were okay. pretty old. It's well, they were between twelve and sixteen. They were old enough. Old enough for what? For uh, experiences. For uh, I think, uh, man, I don't know if we can let this call go much further. This is. Uh, you gotta. I, you're gonna have to I, get, dig out of this hole really well, fast. I, I I thought this program was open to uh to discuss. Sorry, can I ask something? Uh, y- yes. Uh, which church you are located in? A church? Yeah. Every one of them. Okay. Cool. <laughs> you do you do multiple sessions across church basements or? Oh yes, I do. I do, and um, I do educate a lot of priests because you know what? <laughs> a lot of them cannot touch other people, so I do teach them. How to be happy touching themselves? Oh, that uh, touching themselves. Okay, yeah, yeah, that, that works. there's that nothing works. wrong with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah, each yeah. one that, of them. It's probably good if if the priests masturbate. I, although I think that's no, against most yeah, of no, their. No, 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 no. It's not. I teach them how to t- to touch each other priests, so it stays oh. only the priesthood. Is okay, well that's that's also fine. I mean, yeah. Holy jerk off. Sure. I mean, whatever. Yes, yes. Wrote. We 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 don't call holy jerk off because they would probably not like it. Whatever is happening between consenting adults is between them, and, and that's fine. You see, yeah. the body's holy. The children are, are holy. So that's th- thank you for, for the question. Yes, we, we do, I do work a lot in churches around. Yeah, yeah that, that's good. Yeah, I'm glad I make to hear a living that. out of I'm that. I'm glad to hear that. Yes, and if you've, you guys can check out my, 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 my project and my work at www.sluddyspirit.ca, and I have a lot of access. <laughs> that's lot you didn't want to shell out? For the the dot com domain? No, no, no. I I like to stay small. You know what I mean? Just small. Stay local. Stay local. Yes. Okay. I have, and I'm actually uh, opening the franchise with other people. Yeah. Thank you very much for having me here. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, uh, slutty spirit. I think we're gonna keep you on here for a little bit. Uh, we're just uh, we're just you know uh, running some tests on on our equipment and that type of thing and we just like if we could keep you talking for for another minute or so that would be great yeah for sure uh, yeah so, um, so where exactly are you located right now slutty spirit uh, i am located here you is a spirit you mean talking yes. on the phone yeah cool yes 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 cuz you're what you're on the phone and i'm located inside of each one of you as well so we all we all have a slutty spirit deep inside of us. Yes, we have to that's awaken. Kind of, that's kind of we have to like awaken that. our yeah. slutty spirit. That's a good analogy. I, I, yeah, I enjoyed that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I do. I, I think I want a little bit of the slutty spirit inside of me now that we've been talking about it. That's for a nice. Bit. We can go upstairs whenever you want. <laughs> okay. Well, this has been uh, way too way too offside, and we've had you on for for over a minute and a half. Uh, after you wanted to leave and I think uh, the police should be at your door any second now so um, if you uh, we'll just cut you off right there thank you very much uh, okay wow um, that was the slutty spirit what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard I don't <laughs> How do we end up with people that sh- that uh, should be in jail on I our show? I don't know, man. It looks like someone goes to jail and give give our phone to these people around there, man. I sincerely apologize to anybody that was listening to that. Uh, I'm sorry we let it go on so long, uh, but we actually got a call from the police about halfway through um, asking us to keep the slutty spirit on the line so they could try to locate uh, li- try to locate where where he uh, or 
it was um and uh hopefully they they ended up getting them so uh yeah there was a lot of a lot of wrong a lot of wrong with what went on there and i you know i hate to end on notes like that but uh but i think we'll leave it there uh everybody can kind of uh, swallow the th- the the puke in their mouths and, and walk away from this broadcast, you know, feeling a little bit worse, but also better about themselves because they are not that person. And yeah, uh, exactly. and we hope that that we have better listeners in the future because man, our our callers have have demonstrated a, uh, a, a terrible taste. Yeah, terrible taste, and to be a demographic that. Uh, uh, is pretty dis- despicable <laughs> all the way around. Anyways, it was really nice having uh, Thank Oz. You. Yeah, Oz, thanks for joining us, yeah. and uh, we'll have you back for sure, and that is it for the Slack line. Thank you very much for joining up. All right.